0: Welcome back, everybody, to another emergency edition of OA News Jordan Hill with Justin Lee. Justin, let's go ahead and mention it off the top. We're here because Austin Davis, no longer offensive coordinator and quarterback's coach of the Auburn Tigers. There were reports on Sunday night indicating that Davis would intend to resign. That happened earlier today. We're recording at 10.50 a.m., Uh, It it came from Auburn. Auburn officially confirmed he had resigned probably about 20 minutes ago at this point. Uh, Justin, what's your immediate reaction? The fact that Austin Davis is out 43 days after he was officially hired, uh, did some recruiting, but never coached a practice. We never had a chance to talk to
1: him in his position. Just what's your immediate reaction to the news? Well, it was a waste of time. It was 43 wasted days um, for Auburn. And, I mean, who does it really – Effect. I mean, who does it really? It it affects Zach Calzada, um, and it affects Robbie Ashford, two quarterbacks that Auburn brought in um, last night. They were posting, you know, to their their dismay, uh, vaguely with emojis, you know, uh, that that the guy they had come in to to be coached with, the guys that that he had liked. But I mean, here, if if you're Auburn, you wasted 43 days on this. And you spent two two quarterback. You signed two quarterbacks for this guy, and uh, he's not going to come. So, um, yeah, a waste of time. Uh, and and now, I mean, uh, it's it's it's. Um, I think about it like it's now. The story's half done, right? The story is um, will. It's it depends on who what goes forward with the offensive coordinator. Last time Derek Mason left. Brian just promoted one of his guys, Jeff Schmetting. Um, And now it's like, does he just promote Eric Keysaw or does he cry for help and say, hey, I need help and say, hey, athletic department, hey, uh, supporters, I need money. We're going to go hire the best, brightest. We're going to spend over a million dollars on a new coordinator. Which way does he go, right? Which way does he go? And, uh, you know, uh, he'll either double down on himself again, or 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 try to try to go after new but 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 yeah man like what what are what are your immediate reactions i mean that that's basically all i got is that i mean there's no there's no sugar it. it is a mistake and a waste of time you shouldn't have hired someone who was this flight risk um you shouldn't have done it you should have picked somebody else
0: yeah i don't think to the point you just made this should have been something that was on the periphery like i i I get and you know Austin said it was personal reasons. We don't know what's going on there. You know, you can't say from the outside. Who knows, even though, you know, it, it's, it's, it's hard to say what the situation there was. But when's the last time Auburn football under Brian Harson had any sense of a win? Maybe D.J. James from Oregon coming over, a pretty good cornerback? I mean, it's just been hit after hit, and I'm really interested. We've talked about this off the podcast What is Wednesday National Signing Day? Don't forget, guys, National Signing Day is this week. What is this going to look like for Auburn? And I know, you know, this is essentially the late signing period. They signed, you know, we never expected them to say, come in and sign 15 guys this week. You know, that's not what the expectation was. But if you have a very poor National Signing Day, say you don't add anybody, which is, I think, based on what we've heard, a real legitimate, op, you know, that could happen. They don't add anybody. What is the trajectory of this program? What What are we doing where you run into a situation where you hired a young quarterbacks coach, you know, and, and he's offensive, quarter, uh, offensive coordinator in, um, you know, in name, but it probably was going to be Brian Harson calling the plays, you know. Plenty to be excited about, but no college experience. After that, your defensive coordinator leaves. Initially, he tells everybody within the program, I'm stepping away. You know, I need a break. No, you just need a break from Auburn. You took the same job at Oklahoma State. Which is what Austin said today. Yes. And, and who knows if uh, that's going to happen. But... Uh, it's just been blow after blow. And I just, this just looks bad. This is a very bad situation. Doesn't mean they can't fix it. Uh, It just is a a rough situation. They need to handle this right. In my head, uh, I really think what's going to happen is they're going to promote Eric Keesaw, He was the offensive coordinator at Boise, but maybe they decide to open back up a national search, which is what they said is that a national search will begin. But does that end with someone who's already in the complex as the offensive coordinator? You know, it's not unheard of for coaches at this point to leave after signing day. You know, it's not like, oh, well, we're totally out of options, but it is going to make it more difficult. It's going to make a lot harder than it was trying to hire a guy in December. Um, So, yeah. I, uh, I think it's rough. I don't think you can spin this in a good way. I hope everything's good with Austin Davis on his front, whatever happens with him, but I think this is just another kick in the pants for an Auburn program that could really use a win, and I don't know when the next win is going to present itself.
1: Ultimately, we're, we're barreling toward a 2022 where it's all on Brian, and, uh, and he'll have no one else to blame, and he'll have uh, no scapegoat and uh, no uh, no one, I mean, hardly anyone in his corner if, if he hasn't asked for help. I mean, I mean, what? there are two ways to go about it, man. And like, you know, like you think when Nick Saban hired Lane Kiffin, do you think he was like, oh, you're going to come in here and do things my way? Hell no. He hired Lane Kiffin to come run the spread. He said, I'm Nick Saban. I don't know how to do this. I'm a defensive coach. Help. I need help. Right, so now here's another impasse for Brian where he can say, "I need help. Somebody come help me," or he can say, "We're gonna do things our way. We're gonna take the stairs. We're gonna do all that stuff." But the thing is, man, I'm, t- I'm just warning, warning him, warning you, warning everybody. If you do that, if you keep doubling down on yourself and you say, "I'm the answer. I'm the only answer," then no one's going to be there for you if you have two straight losing seasons. And my prediction is if Auburn has a losing season, I think he's fired. Um, but now, will that happen? I don't know. But because he hasn't conceded anything to anyone else, um, he hasn't opened up. And I know a lot of Auburn people wanted this because they see it work for Nick Saban, where Nick Saban is a, is a god and gets to do whatever he wants. And everyone bends the knee to him, right? They wanted that here, Right. But if it doesn't work out, you end up on you know a short leash or no leash, like that's that's it. You know, Um, that's I think about. You know, uh, I think about. There was always a time. This is going to be a rant or a ramble, but uh, (laughs) with with Gus, there was always talk about people wanting him, or you know, people coming in and saying we want you to not call the plays or we want you to bring in someone as coordinator. Oh, here's what we want you to do with defensive coordinator. This is the guy we like for defensive coordinator. Uh, We'll pay you a lot of money if you give it to this guy. Um, and, And at a certain point you wonder, you know, when, when does, you know, when does Auburn dad step in and say, okay, things are going weird. And I, you know, I don't want any, any of these kids to ever regret coming to Auburn like that should never happen if you're an Auburn man or woman you don't want any baby to ever come to Auburn and regret coming to Auburn right and you wonder when they're gonna come and step in but but at the end of the day Gus got seven years of SEC salary from being at the table with with those people from from working with people from getting concessions and agreeing like okay let's do this we'll do this right Brian's got well hey he's got one year of sec salary but you know i don't know how many more he's gonna get like you don't get benefit of the doubt when you do things all your way you don't get any you don't get any benefit of the doubt it's not gonna be like oh well you know it was it was somebody's idea to do this you know what i mean it's all on him so that's what we're barreling toward and this looks like his last i mean we said it before uh when when mason left to me this looks like his last chance to cry for help If he wants, if he wants to cry for help, he wants to pay, make someone pay somebody one point five million dollars, make somebody the highest paid offensive coordinator in the country. You could do it, Um, but it looks like his last opportunity to 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 you know bring bring in another minder. Otherwise, it's all on him. Win or lose, if he wins, all credit to him. But if he loses, all blame to him. That's where I think we're going looking for. In, in 2022 that's where i think that everything's heading right now and it was really it was headed that way with davis because davis was a kid like he wasn't was he 30 years old um he's he wasn't he wasn't gonna be you know a scapegoat or anything like that but it's one more opportunity uh, for him to cry for help to bring in someone new um to try to you know bring, collaborate um or it's his way in the highway you know what i mean
0: no, I mean, I can't help sitting here to think about the joke where the CEO comes into his office and he gets to his desk and he has a note left by his predecessor. And it's like, all right, there are these three envelopes in your desk. If stuff goes sideways, start opening the envelopes. He's on the job like six months, profits tank, they're in trouble. So he's like, ah, he remembers envelope. He goes, opens first envelope. It says, blame your predecessor. Okay, he does that. Everybody calms down. Everything goes good. Like two years go by and they hit another just in the tank. Everything looks bad. Goes and opens that second envelope. It says, fire your staff. Just start all over. Does that. Things go good. Another five years. And then it's worse than it's been ever before. I mean, he can't sleep at night. He He's just a wreck. He remembers that third envelope. Oh, the next morning, he rushes to the office. He gets there before the secretary is there. He is just trying to get in. He unlocks his door. He goes to his desk. He opens that envelope, and it says, prepare three envelopes. At this point, Brian Horson has pretty much opened those first two envelopes. You you have painted yourself into a situation where it's on you, and we know I think the mantra of this podcast has been you are between Alabama and Georgia right now. You're, I said this on last week's episode, you're working on borrowed time. This isn't a revelation. This isn't something you and I just figured out. You have to have results and nothing's working and the situation looks dire. You can really help yourself if you make a good offensive coordinator hire That first search was already, you know, truncated or or just – it just looked like it – you know, it had its twists and turns, thought, oh, it's going to be Zach Hill, and then it's not Zach Hill. So, what's the second time around going to be like? How are you going to sell somebody that this is an opportunity that you want when a 32-year-old who was going to be a play – probably not a play caller, but an offensive coordinator for the very first time decided after 43 days that this wasn't the right situation that he need to resign he
1: decided he, he's his coaching career has lasted so long and he's got to go spend time with the grandkids yeah
0: yeah 32 <laughs> year olds burnout. yeah yeah it's bad um, man i just think this is a bad situation that um and, and i just don't see how real it i mean look at it from a candidate for this job's perspective unless you are unemployed right now why are you taking this job I just, it looks bad to me.
1: No, I mean, that's fair. It's a bad look. There's no way it's not a bad look. Anyone in the world could admit that it's a bad look. I think Brian would admit it's a bad look. We had the lasso of truth around him. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there's, uh, there's no way fans are I mean, you wasted, you wasted time on this. You wasted time. You wasted everybody's time. Um, so, yeah, man. Uh, no, it's, uh, it's tough. And, uh, um, you know, there's, there's always – I always like to say it's it's never as good as it seems and never as bad as it seems. And uh, I guess, you know, you mentioned earlier, like, when's the last time Auburn got a win? It got – it closed on signing day pretty well. Um, pretty good B-plus signing day, it felt like, um, in December. Um, so, I mean, you, you just got to get more of that. But, uh, but yeah. Um, well, I mean, hey, man, listen, uh, it's a tough blow. Uh, maybe it's tough luck um sometimes but listen like we say the theme of the show (laughs) you're between a rock and a hard place and you knew it's gonna be tough breaks tough breaks happen here you don't think bruce has ever had a tough break he's at an under armor school you know and he's making that work uh he had to start Simeon bowers at point guard at the sec tournament you know bad breaks are are gonna happen and, and gonna keep happening um so it's another one it's another bad break but um we'll just have to see we'll have to see where he goes but again i think um i think you see the fork in the road i still maintain like hey man maybe they bring in somebody uh you know who impresses me um but uh again he has the two choices of where he can go this way or go that way um and i mean i'm just saying like when nick saban innovated his offense like he didn't promote from within god no he said, let's go get lane let's pay him a bunch of money come innovate our offense bring us to the 21st century. And now they're on the spread as good as anybody. Nick Saban. That's because he said, help me lane. I need you. Come, come help me. Um, So, Hey man, uh, we'll see how it goes either way. um, That's that's, I think that's where we're barreling toward in 2022. Um, I don't think nothing else is going to change. I think we just have to see how things play out. Um, But yeah, I mean, I do think, you know, as, as since we're since we're doing this, since since everybody's uh, you know uh, upset and it's a bad football news day and everything else, I do think uh, you know things will either get better in 2023 or they will get better in 2023, if you know what I mean.
0: No, and there's two things I want to hit on before we get ready to wrap this up. One, my big thing is not necessarily that losing Austin Davis, because I saw a few people that were like, uh, you know he comes in here and he's inexperienced. Now he leaves and there's like, Oh, quarterback wonderkin, you know, and it's like, it's not losing Olson Davis. It's the fact that this hire happened in a mix of just a lot of turmoil around this program. And then he leaves. And that's just another blow is what it is to me. And I think, you know, you could salvage this if you make the right coordinator hire, will they do that? Will they be able to, we're going to see. And then the second thing is something you mentioned earlier, but, and it's something to keep in mind, is, like, this sucks for the kids. This sucks for the players. We all saw – we were all sending each other last night, uh, you know, as we record this. This is a Monday. <clears throat> you know, like Zach Calzada, Robbie Ashford, uh, Damari Alston, Landon King tweeting stuff that we all knew was alluding to the fact that Austin was leaving. And, like, for those quarterbacks, that that sucks. Like Zach Calzada talked about when he signed, you know, when he committed to Auburn, I saw where two four sevens, Nathan King shared, you know, a quote that Zach had because, about how important Austin was in him coming here. And now he's gone. He's gone. Hasn't coached a practice. Who knows how many face-to-faces he and Zach had while he was here. It just, it, it's unfortunate for the players. You tweeted this last night about, you know, now some of those guys, they're not going to have the option to tr- if they want to transfer, if Austin Davis was that important. And, you know, I, I'm not speaking for someone saying, oh, it was. But they're not going to be able to transfer somewhere else and, you know, participate in spring. It, it's just unfortunate for the players. I hate it for the players for it to have played out like this. And it, it just is a tough situation coming off of, again, six and seven football season where things just didn't go right. and And the last, you know, month and a half of the season just kept having more and more punches to the gut. And, again, how good Austin Davis would have been in this role, neither one of us know. But him leaving after never coaching the game, you can't ignore how much that hurts and how much that's another shot, again, in what's been a really tough few months for this football program.
1: It's going to be really hard for Auburn men and women to just sit back and watch uh what happens with the program because there's nothing they can do uh for the next 11 months just sit and watch um and a lot of a lot of them welcomed that a lot of people wanted a dictator coach a lot of people wanted that right but now um I mean like I said it's gonna be really hard for Auburn men and women I mean to watch so the so last night to look at you know young kids who worked really hard to get to the elite level that they're at to regret coming to Auburn, like that's incredibly hard for an Auburn man or woman to swa- swallow, but um, you, you're just going to have to watch right now because Brian, Brian Harson does not want your input. He does not welcome your input. If you're an Auburn fan, Auburn supporter, he does not welcome it. Um, we know that. Uh, and a lot of Auburn, again, a lot of Auburn people wanted a dictator. You got it, right? Um, but you now Auburn just has to sit and, and watch um, for at least the next year um and then we'll see where things go after that but it's it's gonna be like that's where we're at that's where you know when people have differences of opinion you know that's where that's where we're at this is the you know all of our fans are just gonna have to watch and and see what happens which is a kind of a tough pill to swallow I would imagine for some people and if it's not for you okay fine there are people that you know that's true for so it's just uh for some folks it's gonna be tough
0: no doubt about it. Well, Justin, is there anything else about the situation, anything that we need to hit on? I think we hit, you know, and covered most of it. I mean, I think the biggest thing, too, is now just to see what happens to, on Wednesday with signing day, if they're able to add guys, if the pitches that they're given are going to, you know, have an effect, knowing that the whole coaching staff, I mean, there's a, so much turnover. And, you know, I talked about this on a radio hit this morning. Some of the main guys that we know they've been after, very much looks like they're going to go elsewhere. Trevante Citizen, the guy that was committed uh, to LSU and decommitted, I think, through the coaching change, really looks like he's going to go to LSU. That was a running back they really wanted. Caden Story, the guy that you and I know well, defensive lineman, it seems like he's going to Clemson. He's still got Auburn, and he's still got Florida in the mix, but we'll find out on Wednesday. And then on Tuesday, Jack Piper, an edge rusher from down in Jacksonville, Seemed like it was a guy Auburn really liked and, and thought they were in on. And then over the weekend he gets an offer from Florida that he called his dream offer and posted a picture of him in the swamp when he's like four or five. So, you know, they could get guys that we're not quite uh, clear on or haven't heard quite as much about, but that seems like some of the guys they really wanted. And there's a chance to go over three on all three of those guys.
1: Yeah. And, you know, I'm an offensive coordinator. And I mean, again, like we said, it's a bad look universally. Like, I don't care how big of a fan you are of anything, it's a bad look, and you know it. Um, and that's that bad perception and means something on the recruiting trail, it absolutely does. That's what these other coaches are telling these kids. You know, they're gonna tell them, like, it's crazy over there, it's another year zero. He has a whole all this turnover starting all over again, new quarterback, new everything. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, perception matters when you're uh, trying to sway 18-year-old kids. I'll tell you that. So uh, we'll see. We'll see. That's the next step, and then the, and then and then the next step, like you like we said, was was who gets hired, who who comes in at offensive coordinator, and really and 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 just as telling, um, you know, not just who it is, but what path he takes, because there's multiple paths that that you can take. So we you know you. you we don't, you know, we don't get to talk to the coaches every day, you know, or the head coach he doesn't have a press conference every day. Um, but to get inside the mind of like what he wants and, and what he's trying to do, you just have to follow the action. I mean, action means more than, than talk, especially for coaches who just spit coach speak, um, you know, and talk about grinding or whatever, which doesn't mean anything. But we just have to judge based on his actions. So here's another actionable decision. That uh, that he's that he's gonna make coming up. Well, you can follow all the
0: action that goes around Auburn football at the Opelika Auburn News. We'll be all over it with the coordinator search, with signing day on Wednesday. I'm probably gonna be at Caden Story's announcement uh, since he's a local kid for us. But we'll be all over it. Uh, we're gonna sign off on that. I want to thank Justin for jumping on this. Pretty much at the last minute because it kind of came together this morning. We're going to wrap it up with that. For Justin Lee, I'm Jordan Hill. Thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing. Make sure and share this episode. Um, So let's get out of here. Thanks for that. And uh, until next time, take care.